Hi, this is Jim Brangenberg, the host of the I Work For Him radio show. Thanks for listening to the I Work For Him podcast, where we discuss our workplace as our mission field. The live version of our show can be heard each weekday afternoon at 3 p.m. Eastern on AM 570 and 910 WTBN, locally in the Tampa Bay area, and worldwide on the web at letstalkfaith.com or iHeartRadio. Our website, iWorkForHim.com, has great resources on how you can learn about how your workplace can be your mission field. And also check out the sponsors that bring you the radio show each and every day. And while you're there on I Work For Him, click on the I Work For Him Nation flag and prayerfully consider joining the I Work For Him Nation. Join thousands around the globe praying for their coworkers and employees by name each and every day. That's IWorkForHim.com. I Work, the number four, Him.com. Remember, your workplace is your mission field, and in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Thanks again for listening. I hope this broadcast will make an impact on your life so that you'll never look at your workplace the same again. Let's get to today's show. You've tuned into the fastest one hour in Christian talk radio. Super big thanks squad to Jose Cruz. He'll be engineering the show today and taking your calls a little later on. Take a, take a moment, if you would, today and go out to iWorkForHim.com. iWorkForHim.com has got all kinds of phenomenal information about the ministry of iWorkForHim, including access to all of our archives anything we've ever published out there on the public airwaves is also podcasted or archived on iworkforhim.com but there's also a couple of other great things for you to check out one all of our show sponsors whether they're businesses or ministries the bottom of the first page links to all of those people keeping i work for him on the air each and every day as well as the donate now button maybe you want to partner with i work for him to help us reach out and include more and more marketplace ministries from around the country, your donation will go towards helping those ministries get on the air. But more important and most important is the I Work For Him Nation. I'm challenging you personally to go out to iWorkForHim.com and click on the I Work For Him Nation flag. Make the commitment today to start making an impact on your workplace tomorrow. By praying for your coworkers and employees by name each and every day. By looking for ways to serve people in your workplace. By looking for ways to befriend them, befriend your coworkers and employees outside of the workplace. Looking for ways to pray with people when you notice they're just having a rough day. But all along, you and me, members of the I Work For Him Nation, we are people of excellence. Everything we do, it doesn't matter what we do, we're doing it all for the glory of our Heavenly Father. But it takes a paradigm shift in our minds in order to be able to do this. And really, that paradigm shift is only made possible by the power of the Holy Spirit, made possible by what Jesus did on the cross for you and me. Paul writes about this in Romans 12 too. Don't copy the behaviors and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. You know, people, it's difficult to follow Christ, but when you do, your light will shine and people will notice and they'll say, hey, I'm having a tough day. I think I can talk to you about that. Every time you have that opportunity and then after somebody shared something with you and you say, hey, can I pray with you about that? Never once in all of my years when I've asked that question has anybody said no. They want you to pray with them because people out there are lost and they're searching for answers. And speaking of searching for answers, that's what we're going to talk about today. Have you heard about this movement called Love 2020? How about bringing the gospel and the love of Christ to every worker in the workplace in the entire country by 2020? We've got Kathy Branzell. 
She's joining us today, the National Coordinator of Love 2020, and you can find out more about them online, more about Love 2020 online at love2020.com. Kathy Branzell, welcome to I Work For Him. Hey, thank you so much. I'm very excited to talk with you today. Well, I can't wait for people to hear more about Love 2020, but always, every one of my guests that comes on the show, because we are all inspired by people's story of faith, I want people to hear how the Lord's been working in your life. I want to see, hear from you, how have you noticed the Lord working in those those little finite little details in your life, and you're like, wow, Lord, I didn't know you cared. Wow. Um, I have had huge... Uh, <laughs> giant boulders of faith uh, dropped in my lap where God said, I care. I uh, struggled with a brain tumor and and fought that cancer for 14 and a half years of my life, uh, right after my son was born, and received a healing for that just at the end when people were saying, you know, uh, things aren't going real well and we're not sure what's left to do. And uh, God said, I'm not ready to graduate her yet to heaven, and I still have work for her to do. And then uh, after I received that healing just less than a year and a half later, uh, my son was diagnosed with a very rare blood cancer, and we journeyed with him through that cancer uh, for for two years, his junior, senior year of high school. And uh, now here I am, a national coordinator of a a major nationwide ministry, and my son's a graduate of Oral Roberts University and working in ministry. And uh, then every day, God's saying, you're still there, I'm still here, and I care. Get up, let's go. (laughs) Wow. There's not many people that'll join the show that'll have a testimony that, that is that intense. 14 years of the brain tumor. Yeah. That, that's, that's some stretching up. All along, you were involved in Mission America during that whole time? Uh, during that whole time, uh, yes. I have been a, mich- uh, a member of the Mission America Coalition uh, for, wow, this is my uh, 17th year. How exciting. Uh, through school ministry. Uh, that's where I started. I started out as a teacher, and that was my workplace, and that's where I wanted to take the love of Jesus every day, um, as you say, uh, to have excellence in my work and at work. And uh, so the mission field was the school, and then God called me into ministry, uh, school ministry for that. And from there, became a part of Mission America, and that was very much my focus, um, and have worked in ministry all through the years, even through sickness and um, chemotherapy and all kinds of things. As I really appreciate you sharing transparently about how the Lord worked in your life in miraculous ways, and it wasn't without adversity. Right. And but But I love what the Lord does with adversity. He never wastes an experience and always uses adversity to take us from who we are to who he can use more effectively. So the Lord must have had something <laughs> wicked awesome, intense set up for you after having 14 years of a brain tumor. But I think maybe you're starting to see that now with the Love 2020 movie, because it's going to impact our country. Absolutely. And just in taking how God poured his love in me and through me all those days in so many different ways, and then to turn and see how every day now to share his love and his message, I think that that's the great foundation of what I get to do now from what he walked me through then. So talk to me about Love 2020. What is this movement all about? So the mission behind Love 2020 is for every person in America 
to receive an authentic touch of the love of Jesus Christ from another Christ follower by the end of the year 2020. And, and that whole idea of basically we were commanded two things, to love God and to love our neighbor. That's everyone. And to change sort of this um, idea, this misnomer uh, of what the church is against or that we're haters or that we're <laughs> narrow-minded, but to really show the world that we were commanded and that it's our pleasure to love one another through all these different uh, uh, cities that we live in, all our different neighborhoods, all the different generations, and in over 40 areas of cultural influence that Love 2020 um, has divided out so that we make sure we're covering everyone. Well, you know, I've been thinking about this. And and when I look at, I mean, I love the mission every person in the United States to get an authentic touch of Christ by 2020 mm-hmm. by a Christ follower. And, and what's amazing is really, isn't that what the church in America is for? But yet I think we've lost a little bit and, and the glass half full, this is going to be a challenge to the body of Christ. Who's been stuck in the four walls of the church for so many decades, right? Because, because we're, we're trying, and as Billy Graham said so many years ago, and many people have repeated afterwards that the next revival in the United States of America will be in the marketplace. Mm. That's great. I love that. So how did this love 2020 thing get started? Well, we are uh, an initiative of the Mission America Coalition, uh, which has been talking about prayer, care, share, a lifestyle of prayer and care and share uh, for decades. And so the idea is to take that lifestyle and take it into the marketplace, take it into military. Like I said, we have over 40 what we call affinity spheres, which are really just areas of cultural influence that we've broken down to ask every person, what what has God cut and curved and, and molded your heart for? What are your passions? What pulls at your heart? What giftings do you have? Um, what injustices make you crazy? And then to put you into this uh, kind of as a puzzle piece that he designed you for and to put it into his kingdom come, his will be done puzzle that brings the whole picture to life. And so it's exciting to go into the workplace, to go to the military, to go to people with um, disabilities, to go into education, uh, foster care, seniors, sports and athletics, all these different places, and just share love through prayer and through caring. You know, Jesus met needs. Uh, we're, we're, We're wired this way. We were wired to love. The human body always asks. Uh, they call it, uh, scientists call it our reptilian brain. Uh, we, the fight or flight, am I safe? And then the body asks, am I loved? And once you've established I'm safe and I'm loved, then and only then is the brain able to learn. And so if we're going to share the gospel, if we're going to share the good news of hope and help to a hopeless and helpless and harassed world, then we have to start by telling people and showing them they're safe with us, we want to pray for them, they're loved, and we want to help meet their needs, 
And then, because of the Jesus who sent us to pray and to care, now we want to share the good news of eternal life with him as your Lord and Savior. Well, and really, I mean, that's the power behind what some attribute to St. Francis, but I'm not, you know, St. Francis of Assisi, you know, share the gospel all the time but use words when necessary. And, and really, whether that was him that said it, but that's, that's what you're talking about. I mean, Jesus, he loves people right where they're at. That's what the, the parable of the prodigal son is all about, is that he loved them right where they're at, showed them how much he cared, and then told them about, I mean, then said, hey, uh, go and sin no more. I mean, he, he made it very clear that he was pro them first before, right. and, not, and then said, hey, leave your life of sin. Yeah. And so, but this is a pretty big deal because as I first heard about this, and it was only, I don't know, six, eight weeks ago that I heard about it, a couple of my, a couple of the guests that have been on my show said, Jim, you heard about this Ford Taylor? You heard about this uh, yeah. 2020 thing? And then, and then I got connected to you through a couple <laughs> of those people. And I'm like, okay, so you've got a bunch of ministries from across the country all on the same page on this deal. Uh, isn't God good? I love that. I mean, I wake up every morning so excited. Um, here, here's my first prayer. Here, here's what I would say you could say before you jump out of bed and head to work. Uh, it's Psalm 143.10. Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. May your spirit lead me on level ground. And so I'm so excited that I get to be a part, a small part, of God's answer to his son's prayer for unity. And I am so thankful that there are hundreds of ministries that are part of Love 2020 that have said, we need to connect, we need to communicate, we want to collaborate, and we need to celebrate. We need to know what each other's doing. We need to hear about each other's victory because isolation is Satan's tool. If he can get you alone, um, that was part of my cancer journey. People would say, you need to go get in bed. You need to go rest. And I would say, no, Satan's waiting for me in my bedroom. And they're like, what? But if he can get you alone, he'll lie to you. Sure. He'll tell you, you're useless. There's no good. You know, you're you're a burden. You're all these other things. So the same thing's true for ministry. You need to be out there. You need to be at church. You need to be with um, fellow followers, hearing, guess what God let me do today? Guess how the Spirit empowered me today? Guess what? Here's this victory we need to share today. And so that's what's going on, and uh, it's just our excitement that we get to delight Christ's heart by sharing His love and sharing His message. Well, and when you look at bringing unity, and Jesus did, he said, they'll know you by your love, and they'll know right. you by your unity. Mm-hmm. And, it, and bringing ministries together in, a, in unity for the same cause, which we should all, all ministries across the country and across the world should all, focused on Christ, should all be the same thing. We should be bringing his love and the truth of his forgiveness, the good news should be brought everywhere we go. But a lot of times we, we, we tag along religion with it and, and, and mm. all this other garbage that we like to bring along with it. But the simplicity of the gospel message to get all these organizations to say, all right, enough about our walls. Let's break our walls down. Let's start breaking our walls down for Christ. That's an amazing thing. And I'm not sure everybody listening knows and understands that when you bring hundreds of ministries together, to work towards a common goal of bringing love to the United States of America, to every person in the country, that's pretty huge. I mean, it's an yeah. amazing feat of God. Right. 
it's funny. People would say, oh, oh my goodness, by the end of 2020, how daunting. That, I mean, that became the keyword that pe- people were saying to me when I first uh, came on uh, as the national coordinator in February. Oh, it's such a daunting task. Are you sure you don't want to make it 30-30 or 40-40? And, and I kept changing the word from daunting to delight, um, and, and it became a, a simple, what we called the delight strategy, where we needed to identify people who wanted to be on board and identify people who needed love. So identify and then simplify what you just said. Let's take all the the religious language out of it and our our preferences and our opinions let's just stick to the gospel what did jesus say what did he do what did he command what did he promise okay let's go do it so identify simplify unify knowing that each of us can't be everything to all people and so who do we need to connect with like that puzzle coming together and then all we wanted to do was magnify christ and and give him the glory. So the, those were the delight strategy. That was the delight strategy: identify, simplify, unify, magnify, glorify, and that's wow. how it'll get done by 2020. You can tell that you've been thinking through this for quite some time. Well, and when I look at okay, 2020, four years from now, we'll have had four years of a new president. How about the person who gets to be the one to share the unconditional love of Christ with whom? whomever our next president and vice president are going to be. Because that's the power. I've been praying, and people think, think I'm nuts, but that's okay because people think I'm nuts because they say, <laughs> I, I say very challenging things from this, from this pulpit that I've got on the radio, but both Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump need Jesus. And I and I, there's rumors out there that Donald Trump has, has since committed his life to Christ, but you know, let's that'll all that'll all that'll play out in front of us. But why are we praying for these two powerful people who, before really during the whole primary season, were egotistical maniacs? Pray that the Lord can revolutionize their lives. Because how cool would our country be if we had someone being discipled in Christ as the leader of our country? That's, I mean, and then you start to, to, to transform Congress and the Supreme Court. I mean, that would be incredible. But you're right. It's got to happen in our cubicles. It starts in our cubicles from around the country. <laughs> Kathy, you wrote a book similar to that. As I was reading your accolades, you wrote a book, Prayer Warrior, The Battle Plan to Victory. How long, how, how long ago did you write that book? I wrote that book in 2006. So in the middle of your cancer battle, you wrote that book. Exactly. And it came from, interestingly, it came from uh, a newspaper article, a picture, and there was uh, a man standing um, with some other protesters, and he was standing there, and his mouth was shut, but he had a sign um, that he was for something that, that you and I biblically would not stand for, but he was standing there quiet with his sign. And then uh, next to him was a woman with a ginormous holy Bible tucked up under her arm, and she was screaming at him, uh, just up on her tiptoes, up in his face, yelling at him. And when I opened the paper and saw that picture, my heart broke. I, I just burst into tears, and I'm not a crier. And and um and my husband was like, what what is what's the matter? He thought maybe I had seen where some something horrible had happened to a friend or some somebody I knew, and I just turned the paper towards him and I said, when did Jesus ever do this? That this is not how Jesus communicated his love and his plan and his commands. 
And so I literally went upstairs that afternoon and started typing, and and the Holy Spirit just downloaded this whole um, Spirit-led plan of how we go into our war room, how we battle in prayer for the lost and for those who don't feel loved. And um, our greatest weapon is love. Well, and... Well, you should have helped produce the War Room, the movie, because really, I mean, you, you right along the same lines, but isn't it true? Where did the church get this idea that screaming and yelling at people could scare people, scare the hell out of people? I right. Mean, the, and it, again, that goes back to the religion thing, and which is, mm-hmm. I think, what's so powerful about Love 2020, the movement that's coming to, to just take... Really, it's not it's not a movement that represents anybody. It's a movement of God's love in our country, right? And being brought forth by the Christ followers in our country. And I think, you know, I I, I always say this. I don't know that it's the last hope for our country, but I'll tell you what: our country's in trouble. And it's and it's because the church in the United States of America has really let go of their responsibility to really bring unconditional love across the spectrum. Mm, yeah, and, and we lost the culture battle. Well, and it goes back to what you said right before our break. You were talking about the White House um, and, and the need. Wouldn't it be great to get to disciple whoever ends up in the White House? But uh, I'll tell you what, I was with Dr. Tony Evans back uh, last January, and he uh, said something, you know, it's one of those um, milestone moments, standing stone moments that you can take this and apply this and think about this in your life forever. Dr. Evans said, don't think for a minute that God is going to skip over his own house to fix the White House. <laughs> oh, that. my gosh. I mean, that's that's it right there, because if the church, and, and I'm including myself because we're the body, if the church right. behaved as we claim we believe, if we really wrap our hands and hearts and minds around an almighty, all-powerful, creator, holy, loving God, and and worshiped him and followed him in the ways that he commands and in the way he created us. See, that's the kicker. It's what you just said, is, is, is that nasty, uh, old, um, some evangelists use this, if you died tonight, where would you go? I, it, that's not a lead-in to evangelism, folks. It's just really not. It's who do you want to live for? Salvation is not a death destination decision. It's a life who am I going to live for and whose spirit is going to live through me? Where is my power going to come from? Where is my authority going to come from? Where is love? Where is courage? Where is help? Where does my help come from? It comes from the Lord. And so coming to a relationship, a personal relationship with Jesus Christ is who who am I going to live for every day? Not when I die, where am I going? And so that's what we've got to get right in the church. Well, and, and that's the power of unifying hundreds and hundreds of ministries across the country yes. and, and bringing the message of love to the marketplace because the marketplace, I mean, honestly, now I live in a part of the country where 70 to 80% of the people here do not go to church at all. They, they don't, yeah. I mean, even if they did, there wouldn't be room for any more than 30% of them. I mean, there's not enough, not enough seats, but they're not, the churches aren't filled anyway. But, but the message of unconditional love 
by a God who unconditionally loves them and died for them and rose from the dead to give them real life, people are searching for that. They are mm. hungry for a message of that. And that, I think, is the power behind, behind Love 2020. All right, so talk to me about, let, let's just reiterate the mission for Love 2020. Yeah, so the mission is for every person in America to receive the loving touch of Jesus Christ, an authentic loving touch of Jesus Christ from a Christ follower by the end of the year 2020. All right, in your mind, give me a picture. You got 20 seconds before we got to go out of a break. What does that look like? It looks like the world being prayed for. It looks like one-on-one relationships of people knowing how to pray, knowing how to care, and then sharing the gospel with words with their neighbors, their friends, at their workplace, everywhere they go, shop, serve, everywhere. Fantastic. And and we're going to and then you you got a lot of great acronym not acronyms but but uh, words that sound alike by identifying, simplifying, unifying, magnifying and glorifying. What does that all have to do with Love 2020? So it, it, it's it's funny. We were talking about how people were saying, oh, don't you want to change it to 30-30 or 40-40? Um, and it's like, uh, it, no, because when we get people on board, it's not that, that every American's going to receive one touch of the love of Jesus Christ. They're going to be saturated in it. If if we get on board and... and uh, what we what it says on our love site on our on our on our love site that's funny on our website <laughs> is that love is a verb love is a verb if if you um are in a loving relationship love shows itself it doesn't just say i love you it shows i love you and so if we are all doing that in the church in our workplace wherever we go within our families our neighborhoods our schools the military the government everywhere that we work everywhere we go if we are just showing and sharing the love of Jesus Christ, America should be saturated in it. But the idea is it has to be a movement. There has to be a move in the movement. And um, uh, Beth Moore talks about that we get stuck in the paralysis of perpetual preparation. And so we might uh, think every day, I'm going to get ready to share my faith at work. I'm going to get ready to share my faith at work. You know what? I'm going to take apologetics class. You know what? I need to go to seminary. Well, maybe I need to become a pastor, and then I could share my faith at work. But that's not how it works. God's given us everything we need in our day in and day out just to have a reason for our faith instead of fear. Why am I not worried about who's going to end up in the White House? Uh, Because I know who's sitting on the throne. And I Amen know what he's done in my life. And so I don't have to worry about that. I have to be prayerful about that. But even more so, let's go back to, well, who are my government leaders right here in my community? Do I even know their names? Could, I, could you name everybody on your city council? Could you name your mayor? Oh, could you name your mayor's spouse? Do they have children? How are you praying for them? Who, who is your local state representative? Who's your school superintendent? When's the last time you went to a school board meeting and prayed? So all of these grassroots level where um, this is where people in government, this is their launching point. These are the beginnings. And what if they realize the power of having people pray for them and praying with their constituents? What if that became a habit at the city council 
point. Imagine by the time they get up to the Supreme Court or the White House or the Capitol in D.C., but they've worked their way up through their government career. Or think about that um, in the workplace. If you started doing that at your entry level, then when you become the CEO, the CFO, the CIO, what kind of leader are you? Because it started back in your community where you are. And so that's the kind of love we're talking about now. Well, and that Love 2020 movement we're talking about, and you, people can find out more about it online at love2020.com, is that this is a unifying effort for the body of Christ. That, yes. that as a body, what's amazing, and this is something that literally in my faith, I didn't understand what the Reformation was all about until I started getting these email devotionals from Oz Hillman 10 mm. years ago, which opened up my That's eyes great. to the whole fact that my workplace was my mission field. Yes. And then I started studying the Reformation, I'm like, Good cotton-picking grief. 500 years ago, that's what this argument was about. The fact that it didn't matter what we did, we were all called to bring glory to our Lord in our workplace, and that, it, yes. and that there was no hierarchy of importance within the, within the, uh, the kingdom. Right. And, but in 500 years, <laughs> we also have created 10,000 denominations which have built walls up around the body of Christ and the Love 2020 movement is there to knock those walls down and simplify it to the love, the miraculous love of Christ demonstrated by the blood that he shed on the cross for you and for me, which yes. transformed our lives. Right. That's so that the simplicity of the message. The Great Commission. I love the saying that the Great Commission wasn't just a good suggestion. <laughs> That's uh, for sure. You go to work every day, you come home every day, you go wherever you go every day, and and we don't compete. Uh, that's, the, that's the unity piece, is we have to realize, as the church, as members of the body of Christ, we don't compete for blessing, we don't compete for favor, because he's given us all that he needs through his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. We have all we need to complete the mission that he formed us and gave us purpose to do. I'm still here. You're still here. He hasn't graduated us to heaven like he did um, Tim LaHaye today. We haven't gotten to graduate yet because we haven't completed our purpose. And so what is it we still need to go do every day? And he's given us all we need. So we have to um, come together that we, to understand we as the body complete the Great Commission, and sharing his love wherever we are, every day, in every workplace, the good for news his kingdom is, come. The good news is you're very excited about this. And I I'm love, very excited about very this. Excited. I told you, no snooze alarm. You just get yeah. up every day and go, I get to do this? This is great. Very, very, very cool. We're talking today with Kathy Branzell. She's the national coordinator of the Love 2020 movement. You can find out more about it online, and you need to find out more about it online at love2020.com. And that'll make it easy for you to transition to iWorkForHim.com and click on the iWorkForHim yeah. Nation flag. Because if you commit to making to being part of the iWorkForHim Nation, you are doing exactly what Love 2020 wants you to do. It's making an impact right in the people that you work with. And Kathy, I got to tell you where I got the idea for the I Work for M Nation. One of the things that the Lord laid in my heart after I started getting these devotionals from Oz Hillman that said, hey, your workplace, it's your mission field. That's right. your ministry. I started praying for my bosses. 
and their mm-hmm. spouses and their children. I yeah. started praying for my coworkers. I started praying for my employees. And I started to see my heart transformed towards those people. And I started to see the Lord work in their lives. And it yeah. was, and, and, and it's hard to identify, was it my heart moving or was it their heart moving? But at the same time, I saw people's lives that were never the same again. And mm-hmm. I believe that the power of prayer is really what did it. Right. I, I want to hit the website because on Love yeah. 2020's website, there is so much phenomenally powerful stuff. And there's so much I want to talk about. We're going to run out of time, though. But mm. you've got these four main points. Connect communicate, collaborate, and celebrate. You mentioned them in the first half hour, but we've got a lot of people tuning in after the bottom of the half hour. We're talking about love2020.com. What do those four words have to do with Love 2020? So that that's really the recipe for unity right there. Is uh, A lot of times we don't know what we don't know. Uh, I get to travel all over the United States, and I'll go to a city to meet with one um, ministry partner and then another, and the two live in the same town and don't even know, even know each other is there, or even on a school campus or whatever it is. And so it's important for us just to connect. And the uh, same in the church, same with uh, like believers uh, in your workplace. It was fun to do school ministry because it was a teacher Teachers would believe, I'm the only Christian in my whole school, but as soon as an invitation went out to have a weekly prayer meeting and devotional time, uh, dozens of teachers would come and they'd look at each other and say, I've worked with you for 20 years, I had no idea you were a Christian. So just getting yeah, to connect That's the most people, horrible thing strength. anybody could ever, that's the most horrible thing you could ever say to because somebody. We're, yeah, because we're afraid, you know, and so there's power in numbers. So to connect and then to communicate, just to share, here's what God's put on my heart, Here, here's an injustice that I can't stand that I want to do. Um, I, I, I want to put food in the mouth of the hungry. I want to put praise in the mouth of the critic, and I want to shut the mouth of the enemy. That kind of sums up, you know, when people go, give me your 10-second, what you're trying to accomplish. That's it. But communicate what it is you want to do and how you want to share and, and what you're willing to do. And then there's a collaboration of, okay, well, I did teacher prayer groups in public schools, but there were so many other needs, and uh, there were other ministries that would come along, Christian Educators Association International and Gateways to Better Education and Moms in Prayer, and they all had a piece of this puzzle, and we could come together and really cover a school campus. Same way in your workplace, whatever it is, we probably have an affinity sphere for it that we can help you on our website with a prayer care share strategy. And then the last thing is celebrate. We are um, so busy as people, we forget to stop and say thank you and celebrate the victory of every day, to just lay down at night and say thank you. Thank you for this day. Thank you for letting me talk to so-and-so at my workplace. Thank you for allowing me to pray for them. Thank you for opening up this opportunity to care for somebody. Thank you. And to celebrate what's going on with one another so we know there's move in the movement, so we are advancing against the enemy, and great things are going on in the kingdom. I think it's really important to note for all of our listeners and for the two of us to recognize that when we start to do this, when we start to love people, the enemy is going, you're going to experience adversity. The enemy, whenever there's an all-out attack on the enemy's territory, he will fight back and a lot and that's when christians like oh i got some adversity i'm gonna walk away that was too hard we've got to be prepared for that we need that's why we're not talking about you know standing on a street corner yelling at people we're talking about Mm -hmm. loving people which is what the most it's what jesus did and the enemy can't overcome your love for those people but he can cause those people who are not yet christ followers to 
scream back at you or to say, what's wrong with you? Why are you being so nice to me? Or, or they, they can just be ornery with you or whatever it may be. Understand, this is not an overnight thing that the power of the Holy Spirit, it, 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 it nags at people a little bit. That's mm-hmm. a wrong word, but it, it's, a, it's a gnawing at their spirit to let them know, hey, there's yeah. something bigger than them out there. This yeah. is a time process. It's like creating a good cheese i can't i'm sorry <laughs> love lord, never fails that's right yeah. lord i'm not comparing you to cheese i'm just saying that it takes time this <laughs> is good no that's right <laughs> but it just takes time to break down the barriers and right. love can break down barriers especially across racial lines especially yeah. across church lines i mean martha and i frequent churches of all the kinds of denominations because of the marriage ministry associated with i work for him and it's it's encouraging just to be in a body of christ and go hey wow these are my brothers and sisters. Yeah, they worship a little differently than me, but it's really cool. Right. Kathy, as we run out of time, I want to make, I'm just going to tell people they got to go out to the website because there's all kinds of really encouraging stuff out there on the website. But I, I want to take our last three minutes to just really hit on how can people who are listening today get involved? Well, it, go to the website and it goes through it. Like you said, there's a lot of information there. But in particular, um, we have a coaching corner that's got a lot of uh, is changed weekly that will give you a lot of information. But in um, our strength conditioning area, remember, this is a movement, and so a lot of our language is about moving. Uh, there's a list of our affinity spheres, and these affinity spheres are just areas of cultural influence. They're areas of workplace, basically, where you are, who you are, who you live with, who you live around kind of thing. And we have people like Ford Taylor and Oz Hillman who are the sphere coordinator for the workplace. But every single one of those areas will have a prayer care share strategy, um, just information about how you can pray uh, into that sphere, into that workplace area, how uh, different ways that you can care and different ways that you can share. And so everything from your neighborhood to where you go to work to where you go to school to where you shop to the people that you care about in government, military, and on and on. It's all there. And we just want to help. And, of course, you can email me at Kathy at MissionAmerica.org. You need to get a Love 2020 email address. That'd be even more, uh, you know, more I, sense. It's yeah. both. It's both. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, All right, if so you if you email Kathy at Love2020, I'll get it. <laughs> uh, that's easier. Kathy at Love2020.com. Love2020.com. Okay, so what about if people listening today are part of, they're, they're involved in a ministry that they want to get, they want to join on with the other ministries, they want to partner with the other ministries. How do they do that? Yes. So, again, if they'll just uh, contact me, they can do it through the website, send me an email. Uh, that would be fantastic. And we would love to have you on board because we can't be all things to all people. And so we are looking for more ministry partners. Um, can't have enough. Love2020.com. That's love2020.com. Kathy, we're definitely going to have to do another show about this as you get more and more people signed up. How will you know when people have made the commitment to be that love in their workplace, to be that love in their neighborhood, to be that love in their family, how, well, how are you going to know? Yeah, well, we have specific metrics, but beyond that, we're going to see it. 
beyond all the numbers that we're going to be able to count and all the stories we're going to be able to tell, and we have people sharing stories with us all the time of what's going on, we're going to see America change. It's funny. That's the big political, you know, chat-chat right now, um, chatter, but really the chatter's got to matter. And the truth is the church, the body of Christ, in knowing that Christ is supreme, that his love and his message of love has to go forth. When that happens, we will see America change for the better. Uh, we'll see America change for the best. Yes, And we that's will. when we'll know we're being effective. Kathy Branzell, National Coordinator of Love 2020. Thanks so much for being on iWork for him today. Thank you. You can find out more about Love 2020 online at love2020.com. You've been listening to the I Work For Him radio show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. I'm a Christ follower, and I own my own business, but ultimately, I work for him.